Hello everyone, I'm Izzy Wiles and welcome to Uncovered, where we look at the creative scene in Taiwan. Now today I've got a very exciting guest. Su Yu is an internationally acclaimed video artist who explores themes relating to mass media, violence, dreams, body politics and the martial law period. Mainly focusing on the medium of film and performance, Su has recently been focusing on the method of reshooting, where he recreates past events and works to offer different interpretations to how they were originally portrayed. Now, Su has exhibited all over the world from California to Bangkok and at the 2017 International Film Festival in Rotterdam. A retrospective was dedicated to his video works. In 2019, he was awarded the 17th Taishan Arts Award and the Kaohsiung Short Award. His multimedia exhibition and project, The Trio Hall, is now showing at the Museum of Contemporary Art, Taipei. Let's go back to when you were a student. So mm. you did BA in Fine Art at National Taiwan Normal University. Yes. And then a Master of Fine Arts at Taipei National University of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Now, how soon into your time being a student did you choose film and video installation as your chosen medium? I think first of all, I'm, I'm, my father is actually also an artist. Mm. He's a painter. Oh, and nice. he is one of the artists who joined the second wave of the modern mo- modernist movement in Taiwan. So I was quite lucky. I mean, to have the have the father and <laughs> because um, he when I was in high school, I think, and we were preparing for like the, the examination for college, and he already gave me a lot of information about modern art. Mm. So I think there are some blurred pictures of, about performance and video art in my mind already yeah i think and then it's a big change during the late 90s because it's a more about technology because i think it's apple apple computer they published a new one called g5 or g4 something g3 it's kind of first generation of, of imac so they have an interface called 1394 it's like a firewire so you can easily capture your video from mm. your TV to a digital format. So it was like a revolution of, so everybody can do their own editing easily oh. by the computer with a cheaper price cost down. So that I think that was the moment for most of the art school students, they thought, it's a cool thing to do right. video so art. Like new and exciting. But of course, uh, there are already a tradition in, in contemporary art, like Nanjun Baek, the, the master. Or he already did a lot of things in the 60s. But also during the 90s when I was in college undergraduate, which is not easy to, to edit a, 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 a video art crazily because the computer is so slow. <laughs> and it costs too much if you use film. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, for our students, fine art department they there they there were not much like uh, you can just do it like that nowadays but after late 90s i think everyone bought a dv this the small machine i probably you didn't never <laughs> see that before it's like very small camera okay with a tape but also with this digital signal so you can easily input to your computer so it ca- became it's much more accessible yeah. <laughs> accessible yeah and i think and then also the wave 
the mainstream of the art world, all the Biennale and also museum shows around the world, they, they include a lot of moving images more and more. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the background. And when I was in Taipei University of Arts, I feel not satisfied with drawing anymore. So mm -hmm. I, I started to use DV as a, my pen to pen. I, I was fascinated by the moving images that I can create like colors and images and shapes so this is how i started to to do it very yeah. cool and yeah. then it's i mean obviously with the growth of technology then you have so many new means to kind of explore that more yeah. and so would you say what would you say your main inspirations were then and ha have they changed as you've developed as an artist wow it's a big question it is a big question the closest one is a festival called Rotterdam Film Festival. And it's not a long time ago. It's like in 2017. I was already a artist, the so-called artist, who makes video art and work with galleries and museums. So I'm generally, I define myself as a visual artist. Mm. But in that year, it's 2017, and the film festival is quite a big one in, in, in the Netherlands. And they invite my work to their into their competitions and also they do a res retrospective uh, screening in the cinema for me so this is my first time that was my f my first time to present my work in a cinema it was pretty new experience to me and then i met a lot of artists and curators they are cross-disciplinary so cross field which is like um very practical to me i mean before, I already knew that uh, we should do more cross-field things, mm. which is a new idea, mm. new genre, like we should break the boundaries, create something, combine different things. But it was until the festival, I realized that this is what I'm looking for, mm. like film and video art and performance and could be song art together mm. in this festival but More. they they are still a film festival but what they did is actually very cross field and there's no boundary in that program and which is to me is very new actually yeah the theory is not new but the experience is very new so after that i decided to do more this kind of thing like could be a film but also it could be a in video installation but in the same time, it could be a, a performance, which is very cool idea. Yeah, to me. yeah. so like that twenty, like twenty seventeen, when could you say it was quite a pivotal? That event was quite a pivotal event okay. to then impact your uh, later works. Yes, I think so mm. because um, in in our training in school, it was always some legendary legendary works or artists. They they did this kind of thing, but it's always a rare case. And to most of the you know the mainstream public, they don't know that. But now we are lucky. We have more, you know, technology to assist us to develop and to practice the dream. So, for example, better projector, better equipments or digital files. It's easier to combine them together. So actually in 2002, I think, I did a piece for my graduate study for my master uh, MFA. I already used projectors and wow. with a dancer, which is not that acceptable in art department for the professors because <laughs> they thought that it's a performance it's more like theater performance but actually what i did is a now it's not a narrative theater so it's more like a moving image sculpture 
So I invite a dancer with two projectors. I project the image on her body, so she moves with the moving images, which is actually pretty much the same as what I did this year or last year. Yeah. Recently, it's not that There's much different. Yeah. But what what is different is that nowadays technology can support us to make it better, and also the 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 public they are more open compared with before. Yeah. So at that time when you were doing um, that, you know, your graduate mm -hmm. show with the professors, like, what is this? Was it very like kind of new, a new concept at the time? As I think some of them like it mm -hmm. and some of them was like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand what you're doing, yeah. but it looks okay. So I passed. <laughs> 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 yeah. And it was in Huasan. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know Huasan. Yeah, 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 it was uh, a ruin. It's just empty houses and warehouses there. It was not the Huasan nowadays. No restaurants, <laughs> no no beer bars. It was just empty and abandoned yeah. factory. So artists squatted the space. Mm. So eventually government took the office and arranged it. So it looks like this nowadays. Uh, but yeah. but you back to the 20 years ago, it was like quite... Very different. Um, yeah, and <laughs> no rules there. So <laughs> we, we just asked somebody to help us to like occupy, occupy one warehouse so we mm. can do the performance there. Mm. So this is also very interesting thing yeah and um, what is it that you like about performance art because obviously you know your most your current solo exhibition trio hall mm -hmm. that incorporates uh, you know as well audience participation yeah. so what what do you like about performance art and then also kind of that crossover with video i think first of all they are both so-called a time-based art like you need time to experience it so either a film or a performance to me they are all visual moving images so uh could be a monitor led monitor could be a projection could be a film projection or electronic projector could be a real object and human being and also the songs and a smell could be so so to me they are all one of the uh elements or components of what i'm trying to mm. diplomatic them so to me it's also we have this term called total art back to the 100 years ago in early i think 1920 when the futurologist artists they claimed that uh, we should have an art called total art uh, it's also a bit different from theater because they use film already so this is not new actually but what is new is like we try to gather more different people from different backgrounds like profession skills mm, okay. so like for example my team they are they are real filmmakers like a cinematographer and production designer and also the actors they are all so professional and but most important thing is they knew what i'm trying to create and then they knew that we are trying to make something different from the traditional definition. So this is also very important. You got people to support you. Yeah. You got so company partners. So I guess I was I, I was lucky to yeah. have them. It's quite different from twenty years ago. So yeah. and that's so that's a nice element where you're kind of you know having that team and also you know helping create the vision that you that you have and understanding that vision.
and then also your kind of areas of interest so it's like mass media pop culture the collective memory the martial law era and post-colonial history of taiwan and east asia now i'm especially interested about you know martial law era and how that's a, like a real focus of your work um now when did this subject matter become of interest to you has it has it always been something that you wanted to explore i think it happened naturally if you review my previous early work like before 2010 my my uh, subject i would call them tv kids Mm -hmm. is more like about the mass media and, and personal memories during the 80s but and then after that gradually i i realized that uh, actually something was behind that and it's deeper so i tried to reorganize the subject i made and i realized okay this is more about it's not just the media and and yourself it's more about the whole history mm. and your private experiences but also connect to the collective experiences so so which is film and magazine fashion TV programs, they are all kinds of interface and environment when I was a child. So naturally, I, I can pick any interesting memory I want, and then I can go deeper, and you find the links to the public. For example, I made a film called Women's Revenge. Yes. Yeah, it's 2020. And that was kind of personal memory when I was in a fast food restaurant mm. it's a kind of cheap food cafeteria at that time you don't have like a rating for children so they always put that kind of posters <laughs> killing and female exploitation movies and mm. it's all very sexy and bloody and mm. and and horrible to me it was like so weird when i was like around 10 to 12 and eating that yeah. thing with my parents then when I was 40, I decided, yeah, I have to restudy this again. So I go to film center and watch the whole bunch of the films. And I, then I decided to make the one by myself, which is, I hope, it's not a female exploitation. Anymore. Yeah. It, it will be a real revenge. Yeah. Uh, how it will look like. So this is kind of try to revisit, record, and remake. But I wouldn't call it a remaking because uh, we didn't follow the scripts anymore. So it's more like a, uh, I use a word called reshooting, which is a very, also a very uh, metaphor to, to history. Like you, you don't, that part is not perfect. So you remade it mm-hmm. by your own interpretation. Yeah. And back to the trio hall is the same thing. Like I, I use the word, the term slogan, like open the film to the society, but it's in a metaphor level is also the open the history. Mm. or open yourself to the to the audiences which is also very important because it's a it's a invitation to them Mm. and they will be they will sit down and enjoy your visual invitation but they then they will be curious about what is be something going on and yeah yeah i really i find this concept that you have of like reshooting Mm -hmm. really interesting and like Mm -hmm. revisiting um revisiting history and so for you is it important that you're kind of like driven by this because you feel like stuff in the past has been misrepresented i think different kinds of reason one Mm -hmm. is i just 
I'm not satisfied about about our past. I think, but I think everyone has the different kind of issue in their life. But as a Taiwanese, I think I think it's a also a nostalgia, but also a, a complex. Like, what if we have that at that time? Would it be better? And what if we did that in that way? Would our generation be better? Or can we make it more easier or or more interesting?、Mm-hmm. That's the that's the basic idea. In this level, I was like a child. Like <laughs> I, I not regret, but I was like I'm not satisfied. I'm not happy with it. So if I were the director, if I were them, I would try to do that back to the old days. So this is the basic concept. Yeah. So then let's talk about women's revenge because、mm-hmm. that was also another、um, work that I found really interesting. And then also was followed by the revenge scene, right? They're kind of related. Yeah. So what what is it that then you were trying to retell? What were you not satisfied with relating to those works? The there there is a general called female exploitation. The reason they are called exploitation because they 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 shoot the film with the chauvinist. A perspective, the man's perspective、mm. only. But the, actually, some scripts are really good. I mean, the core idea is like how women can fight back in a very diverse way. They could be very sexy, but also powerful, and they have women center. But you can still have something are very、um, creative to me. Like I enjoy the the like sex sexual part,、mm. but also the violent part. But unfortunately, I'm a、uh, physical straight. So I cannot really imagine the women's perspective, but I think at least there is a possibility if we can remade it,、mm-hmm. and which is putting women back to the subject. How about we become the object?、Mm-hmm. So I actually act in the film with the ladies. I I'm the one of the women.、Mm-hmm. And they they use deep fake to change my face. So, which is also very interesting to、yeah. me, like、uh, to practice in the movie by myself, and back to the revenge things. The performances has different layers. Like we put、um, live streaming app for audiences that, and also they have some、uh, AR animation,、mm-hmm. algorithmic animation. When if you use the cell phone to watch the whole performance, it's not just your eyes. You 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 are using the mobile. Equipment, and you can also do live streaming to your friends.、Wow. So there are three layers. Very and, but, interesting. But but it's very quite violent performance. It, it's it's very safe, but it looks very violent. Okay. So some people told me like they feel better to use the cell phone. It's a the、yeah. modern modern phenomenon. Like the cell phone is an interface to protect you from the reality. So um so people feel very comfortable if they have a、it's、cell phone a because sometimes actors go. Very close, went very close to them, and if you don't have the cell phone, some people feel embarrassing. Like I don't want to be interact with, but with the cell phone, it's more safe. So I think that create a very interesting layers. Like nowadays, we are still seeking for this kind of exciting excitement and violent things to entertain、mm. for entertainment, which is not much the. Different as well as the eighties or seventies when when people keep creating、uh, in these kind of exploitation films.、Yeah. But I think nowadays we can do it better. Not just exploit it, but we can use the power from the core and create positive 
or more interesting mm. so energy. in the in the scenes let's like to briefly go through the scenes it's like it's usually is it like a, a, a female and a male and they are basically taking their revenge and committing violence against the guy you mean my piece yeah yeah there are two of them two couples so mm. So it's very abstract. Like I didn't have also no narrative, just repeating some concept like engaging and fall in love, and harassing, and argument and attack. And women was the first one who got attacked and then tried to fight back. Sort of like this construction. Mm-hmm. And but it's more like a you can call it a dance piece as well because we do a lot of abstract. Dance mm-hmm. choreography things, and also we combine the martial art trainings. But that is for film only. It's not a real martial art. It's like pretend you are right, right, right. You are attacked. Yeah. Like <laughs> you use your shoulder to hide yeah. another people's head, and which is actually also very mentally is violent. Mm-hmm. But people feel exciting. So I was always thinking about this kind of thing. I. We enjoy this kind of thing, and but we 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 also hate that, and we don't want it to be real. But when it's in a movie or in the theater or a art piece, it's very cool actually. So it's very a paradox. It's like yeah. human nature, and so I'm I'm trying to dig more, like how can we deal with it? And but usually, for example, many parents they 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 would immediately refuse this kind of. Content yeah. like oh no no it's violence no healthy, yeah. but actually it's human nature part yeah. of the human nature mm-hmm. also the sex as well the, yeah. the, the 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 erotic or porn things so I also did this kind of piece about that in in previous one called Super Taboo which is actually mm-hmm. the, my first film festival piece and it was about pornography to me it's the very um, complicated things to uh, sure. this is always a complex sure. to me. I have to say, um, gradually, I I understand when I'm talking about the sexual things or violent things. This is not just what it is. Mm. It's more about we can call it. There's a term called body politics or yeah. biopolitics, which is actually related to the martial law memory. It was the last decade of martial law when I was in elementary school. But you can smell you can still smell it. And all the systems education, either um your your environment is a big narrative about like for one nation and reunite the the mainland China and also Traditionally, you have Confucianism combined with some, you know, Western values. Be a good man, healthy, blah blah blah. These kind of traditional, very right wing stuffs, mm. and so violence and sex become a very good uh, way out mm-hmm. to dismiss your pressure. So definitely, there is a reason behind it. So this is why, eventually, I try. I found. That actually everything is connected. I hope you enjoy listening to part one of my interview with Sue. It was honestly such a brilliant chat with him, and we've got more great stuff coming next week, where I'll be bringing you part two of our interview, and we'll talk more about Trio Hall, the current exhibition that's on at Mokka Taipei. 
I'll see you all next week. Bye.